Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, Aston Villa fans, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. And due to popular demand, I've decided to put on an Aston Villa jersey. Now, I know it's the third jersey, and I know we don't have the best look with the third jersey, but but bear with me on this one. It's a bit of reverse psychology, okay? It's a bit of an old, uh, you know, fool, try and fool them, try and lull them into a false sense of security by putting on the horribly um, unlucky third jersey Aston Villa uh, have not just this one every third jersey for uh, for quite a while bar the green one we had uh, when we stayed up third jersey seemed to be unlucky so i'm doing the old switcheroo the reverse ferret whatever you want to call it i'm trying to will this into into existence today because you know what i don't think anything i will do will bring us any worse luck than we've had at certain times over the past five to ten years so i said hey might as well put all superstition out the window and try and make something happen so i am wearing the third jersey today and uh, hopefully this will become some sort of a ritual. But thank you, everybody, for popping in. This is going to be a more abridged little session today. We will obviously look at the team sheets as they are announced. Um, I am here on my own, uh, but it will be a small bit more abridged because I do have somewhere to go shortly after this. But we will get everything we need to do and get all your reaction. And I'm going to be heavily relying on your comments. So please, 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 please pop your comments into the into the comment section here. And I will try and get to as many of them as possible. I haven't looked at them just yet, but we do have seven minutes to to kill before the the team sheet is announced uh, at. Um, or is the team sheet announced now? Sorry, the team sheet is... No, sorry, it's 10 minutes until the team sheet is announced. Somebody was sending me a text message to say the team sheet was out, but it's just to say, asking me, was the team sheet tantrum on? Um, so I will be going through your comments in a moment. Um, and I suppose I'll give my soliloquy on what I think about this firstly, that, look, this is one of those games that could be gravy on the top or it could be absolutely god-off pudding. I don't know which way this, which way this is going to go. I know that there's 
bound to be um, endless pessimism, which is absolutely fine. That is not a criticism on anybody who thinks that Chelsea are going to have the um, the hex over us today. Because look, historically, they absolutely have. I know in our preview show and when I was on the Villa View, I did try and stoke some optimism by saying that potentially Aston Villa could do uh, an Aston Villa special and go two goals up and then somehow end up drawing 2-2 with only 10 minutes to go in the game or even worse, losing 3-2 like we did to Man City. And that is obviously wishful thinking. I have nothing to base that on. But look, as I say, it's like something that Aston Villa would do. And we do tend to show up in these big games against big teams and put on some sort of a backs-to-the-wall kind of performance. So I suppose that's really what I'm kind of hoping to see today. Maybe some sort of A performance, some sort of green shoots of recovery, because as we've mentioned time and time again over the last week, and as we mentioned by John Percy and has been mentioned in, in countless amount of, uh, uh, of, of uh, pieces of writing over the last 48 hours, that the owners are in town. And you know, when the owners are in town, you don't want to go out there and completely let it all trickle down your leg. You know, you want to have some sort of a semblance of coherency on the field. You want to go and show that you're not a shrinking violet, albeit. And I know the, the comment was taken out of context. I just don't know what the full context of the comment was when Steven Gerrard said that, yes, you know, you go to the likes of Brighton and you go to the likes of Chelsea and Chelsea should be wiping the floor with us. There was a lot of backlash in that comment. It did sound silly in the moment. And to me, it's like... It, realistically speaking, everybody here knows my thoughts on, on, on when a microphone is put in front of Stephen Gerrard, sometimes I think you just don't need to say as much as he does, and I've said that quite often, that he gets himself into these holes, and he's got the world's biggest shovel at times, and he just keeps on digging, and I don't think there was any need for that comment, even if it was contextual and the line before, the line after, it came afterwards, when you're in a situation that you're in at the moment, you shouldn't really be making comments like that um, but look, as I say, this is not a critique on that we will have lots of time to critique um, things like that. This is more so about the team today and the play. So we're going to kind of park the manager for the moment. Team sheet tantrums are for the team and looking forward to the game. So with that in mind, let's have a little look at some of your comments here. Um, Richard says, this might sound weird, but looking forward to a very solid de defensive display. I'm not expecting a win. A draw would be nice, but I'm thinking Chelsea will get a goal or two in the second half. Um Right, really random review says, come on, Villa, I want something today, please. Um, <laughs> Karma Baby says, I'm going to need at least a six-pack of Bex to get me through this one, lads. I'd go for something stronger than Bex, to be honest with you, if I was you. Uh, but that's just me. Um, uh, where Junior Bennett says, I'm sure we'll get a performance, but can we score? That is the question on everybody's lips. Um, can we score against anyone? Is, is 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 kind of the question and obviously come up against a formidable outlet like uh, Chelsea albeit that they're going to be missing Wesley Fofana they're going to be missing um, uh, Reese James and the N'Golo Kante is rolled, ruled out as well today three very pivotal and big names in their defence albeit Fofana hasn't really shown much considering his injury history uh, since he's joined joined Chelsea but still they do have the crux of a very 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 good nucleus of defenders there experienced defenders with lots of international caps and won lots and lots and lots of trophies and, and that leadership that they have in defence is going to be pivotal for them. And it's something that we lack throughout our whole team. Yet they can bring guys like Azpilicueta. They can bring guys like um, uh, like Jorginho. They can bring guys even like even like Loftus-Cheek can come in there and he won't let the side down if he was to come in and play in that hybrid 6 excuse me, six, eight role in there. We may even see Conor Gallagher in there. Who knows? And as we know, Stephen Gerrard does have a punch on for Conor Gallagher. And I think a lot of Villa fans would have liked to see him in Claret and Blue today, as opposed to being in the Royal Blue of Chelsea. Um, 
Where else are we? I'm just going to come down to this. Brett Riverboat says something here as well that I think has been reiterated, that we do play better against teams that have the ball more. And we absolutely do. To a point, if we so a lot of times we try and we try and uh, filter them out wide to cross the ball in because we think that other teams can't cross the are, are like us and that they're rubbish at crossing the ball. But what we need to really do in this instance is if we are going to do that, and it's where we've broken down in the past, is we filter people out wide and then our two our midfield then get caught going wide as well to help our fullbacks. Which yes, in theory, that's all right, that's the right thing to do. But how many times have we seen people steal a march on that run through the middle of middle of our defence? Having, if we are going to do that, being solid in that in the middle of, of of midfield as well to stop any runners through the likes of the Mason Mounts, who I would imagine will play today, the likes of the diagonal runs from Sterling. If it's on the right hand side, let's say Pulisic is over there and he's he's attacking from that side, or maybe a Kai Havertz is through the middle or something. I don't know. If let, we we call it Pulisic is attacking from the right and he's crossing that ball in. We, we shut down completely in midfield to diagonal runs. And what does Sterling make his money off is diagonal runs and runs to get in behind defenders or running directly at defenders. So it's just little things like that we need to be so, so, so cognizant of with this team because this team is multidirectional in their attack. We always say Aston Villa are singular directional in their attack. We can only attack in straight lines and we can never attack through the middle or we find it difficult to attack through the middle. That's why we're so predictable. Teams like Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, Man City. I suppose Man City are a different kettle of fish because they're just so good at attacking in straight lines as well. But they, those teams are multidirectional in their attacks. You know, they, they, they've got four or five different runners off the ball and Aston Villa have to pull too many people behind the ball to be able to commit that to commit that in forward positions. And if we do, we get caught in the break. So we haven't learned how to play a multidirectional in, in our attack yet. And that is... To be honest with you, that's been going on for two years. Uh, so that's something that needs to be fixed ASAP if we are to propel our way up the league. Uh, teams will be out in a moment. Um, Nathan Cohen, I want to say thank you very much uh, for for your super chat. It means an awful lot, and I really appreciate that. We've taken Watkins. Nathan has taken Watkins out his fantasy, fantasy league draft team, so expect a hat-trick now. I've taken him out of my team, put him on the bench as well. So if anything, as I say, we're really going the reverse psychology route on this, and if Watkins scores a hat-trick, I'll be way happier. I'm rooted. I am absolutely stapled to the bottom of my fantasy draft league at the moment. Um, so I badly need some points. Uh, so if if Ollie Watkins does score a hat-trick, I will have my head in my hands because uh, I think everybody else on my team will play today. Uh, I would imagine I'm thinking that the team is out without having the wonderful Patrick Kelly here. I am thinking that the team is out. What's Chris Dolan all over? Chris Dolan all over my timeline. Happy birthday to Chris Dolan. But it's not the Chris Dolan tantrum yet. Yet. I'm sure we might have one after the game, but the teams are out, and we know what that means. Block your ears if you're ever, if you're of a squeamish disposition. There is time for a. So, oh, uh, apologies there. I'm just gonna, Nathan, much noise. I love your comment, and I really appreciate it. And uh, what's going on here? Turn off my ticker as well. Let's share our. Uh, let's share my screen here with the. The team list. So we have our team, as I mentioned, and it is uh, Martinez, uh, Cash, Kanza, Mings and Young. No surprises there. McGinn, Douglas Louise, Jacob Ramsey, Bailey, Ings and Watkins start. Ings and Watkins start together. So there's peace in the valleys between myself and Paddy. Uh, both of us are, uh, are happy, happy in this one. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on? Sorry, guys. There's there's things shouting at me here. I'm hearing reverb in my headphones and everything. I don't know if you could hear that. But uh, Ings and Watkins start together. Substitutes are Olsen, Sanson, Buendia, Chambers, Nakamba, Bednarek, Coutinho, Dendonker, and Lamar Bogard makes the team, makes the the uh, the match day squad again. I know it's very inconsequential. He's unlikely to see time today, but I like the fact that they're giving him time on the bench, just like they did with young Tim for quite a lot of the, lot of uh, time last season. Um. You know, it gets him involved in preparation, and I think a lot of play- a lot of young players fail because they don't know how to prepare on a match day. They don't know how to get the nerves out. Um, and and look, I I like the fact that he's in there. Plus, the fact that there aren't that many other players that that we have available to us at this moment in time with injuries. But this team is interesting. It's interesting because to me, it absolutely smacks of Watkins going back out wide. It's something that we've called for, not us as 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 a. A podcast, obviously, we've said it in a throwaway comments. It's not something we've been bullish about, but it's something I think the fan base has called for from time to time. Um, it's very imp- very interesting that uh, Coutinho has been dropped in this game. And the work rate, work rate, work rate is going to be needed here, specifically in the forward positions. We're going to need pace, and as much in maligned as Ali Watkins is in one-on-one positions like we talk about from time to time, he does have a, have a blast of pace. He does get in behind defenders. He can be tricky, and he's going back to a, to a familiar hunting ground on the wing again. Once again, you have to question the manager here. Does he actually have any idea about what his, first, what his best first 11 is when it comes to the front three? This is a question that John Percy asked in the, in, in the Telegraph. This is a question I know a lot of Villa fans have and need to have answered. Once again, we see a different front three. If it works, it works. I couldn't care less if it works. But it needs to start working consistently because we can't have this consistent ever go ever ever changing merry-go-round of players trying to hope that something sticks and that phrase of hoping for a moment of magic is sticking in everybody's craw at the moment let's hope we do get the moment of magic here to paraphrase uh, Stephen Gerrard but let's hope that we're building something consistent something coherent and something long-lasting with regards to this because otherwise if we're going to continue to shuffle players in and out well then we're going to go back to square one very quickly and uh, it's bamboozling our, our, our striking intent because obviously we're not scoring goals. A couple of comments from you there, guys there. Whoa, where are my comments going to? Here we are. So, Danielle asks, uh, 4-3-3. I would imagine it is the same. It's 4-3-3 with the two inverted wingers, and Bailey and, and, and Watkins are going to play those roles today, and um, probably a bit wider than normal to try and get our counter-attack going, and, and, and I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay with it. Look, it's not ideal, because once again, it just the question has to be asked, does he know what his front three are? And I've asked that question already. 
but I'm at the stage whereby what was happening previously wasn't working. So if this works, I'll give anyone a thumbs up, regardless of who they are in the in, in the dugout. Um, Nathan Cohen asks, "Is it a diamond?" Uh, once again, my favorite favorite phrase I think from uh, Stephen Jared's team sheets are, "We'll know after the first fifteen minutes what the hell it is." Because sometimes, as I say, it's impossible to know what positions players are going to be in. Our players going to be shoehorned? Um, how wide are Bailey and and Watkins going to play? And um, that's going to be really interesting. But Watkins, I would imagine, is going to play on that left hand side, and Watkins is going to be back to help out Young and awful lot because say what you like Watkins engine is absolutely unflappable his effort his endeavor he's look I'm gonna I'm gonna liken his effort and his endeavor to somebody I do not want you to castigate this that I'm saying that he has the same skill level as him and if anybody else thinks that he's the same skill level as this player it, it's just not true but he's got that same level of endeavor endeavor and effort of former Irish player Stephen Hunt yes I know that most mediocre player Stephen Hunt um but say what you like about him. He had an engine and he'd run for absolutely ever. He'd run forever and he always got up and down the wing and he did a job, the job that the managers asked him. And Watkins can do that. Now, will he be able to do it efficiently on the wing? Only time is going to tell from here on out. If he's not going to be, if, if we have him in there for endeavor and effort and he's not going to be the best at finishing one-on-ones and Danny Ings is better at that, like Paddy has alluded to previously. And, and I, don't, I don't disagree with Paddy in that point. I really don't. But if he's going to, if we're going to have that mentality that we need a better finisher and Ings is going to be that guy, well, we don't want to lose out in that effort and that endeavor and that ability to track back and that ability to keep teams honest by being able to plow past the man with the ball at your feet and 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 and, and run at a defense or run across a, a center half because Watkins can do that. So why not put him out there because we're just not getting it from from Coutinho. And I'll be honest, guys, we're not getting it from Buendia either. Yes, Buendia is is good in fits and starts, but for a game like this today, being rigid is going to be paramount regardless of, 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 of how much of the ball that we have because they can break from any, any point. And that might be defeatist of me, but I think it's just pragmatic to, to have that, that type of mentality as well. Um, Conal says 4-2-3-1. Oh, I never clicked on it. 4-2-3-1. I'd be surprised, but... Wouldn't be out of the realms of possibility if it was four two three one. I just don't see Jacob Ramsey playing as that top of the top of the or mid man in that in that three behind the striker. I I, I don't see. But once once again, I could be a million percent wrong. Nothing would surprise me with regards to that. I just think it's going to be much of the same formation with three in midfield. But look, as I say, as I say, that could be the case. Um, Cameron Baby says they really wanted to see and Donker and the Kamba or both start playing Louise as a six today makes absolutely no sense. No, our midfield, if we go with three up top, if we go with the 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 two wingers and the striker, we're playing a flat midfield three. Since Gubakar Kamara has gone out, I actually I, I did a bit of work on it. And this this was for a podcast that was supposed to come in about three weeks time when the when the World Cup and I will still do it but since Bubakar Kamara has been out we've played more of a flat midfield tree in a lot of transitions yes Douglas Luiz does does move back to take the ball from the from the back two but you're going to have to have somebody like that in the midfield tree our midfield has been has been a flat midfield tree like we played for a lot of periods last season specifically toward in in the stretch as we went back down the stretch should I say uh, towards the end of the season our midfield was an awful lot flatter um, but I'm kind of with you as well. I can see, I can see, definitely see Dan Donker coming on. I might, you know, we have players on the bench to come on and be defensive. But um, playing at home, I think, I think starting um, that midfield is was always on the cards. Whether I agree with it or not, I don't fully know what I agree with and don't agree with regards to that just at this moment in time. Um, where else are we? Where else are we? 
Uh, oh, thoughts in the camera being overlooked. Yeah, thoughts in the camera. Yeah, I went. Uh, I went with that. Tuan, good to see you, Tuan, all the way from Jamaica. Um, how what do you think the formation is today? As I said, I think it's going to be two wide players and one striker up front with the flat three in midfield, and our back four then won't get as far forward as as we have seen them previously. Now, I would expect Matty Cash to still be that overlap on the right hand side, and Ashley Young to get to to get into the opposition half. But as I say, you know, the days of the Luca Dean being hugging hugging the end line. Uh, I don't think we're going to see that today because that would be digging our own grave. Uh, for um. For sure, I think with regards to that, um, let's see. Let's see if we can find the uh, Chelsea team. Che oh, uh, 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 Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea FC, Chelsea FC. Let's see who Chelsea have put out. Kepa and goals. Delighted I didn't start Mendy in my fantasy team. So delighted. Kepa's and goals. Uh, Trevor uh, Shaloba, Thiago Silva, Kukurea, so they're going for three at the back. Loftus-Cheek going to play in that right wing-back role, it looks like. Chilwell on the left wing-back role. Kovacic and... Mount, it looks like. With Havertz, Aubameyang and Sterling. Yeah, yeah, I think that looks, that looks about right. Kovacic and Mount with... Uh, Havertz, Aubameyang, and Sterling. Yeah, yeah, that to me looks look, looks looks about right. Um, they do play. He Loftus Cheek has played in that in that right wing back role. Now it, it it just it could be a back four. I'm just not 100 percent sure the way that it's laid out there uh, that it will be a back four. But uh, they have the option to go back five if need if needs or sorry back three should I say if needs be. They're on the bench. They have Mendy as Pulquetta, Kulbiali, uh, Chuck Moeka. Um, Gallagher, Jorginho, Zakaria. Oh, I forgot to even sign Zakaria. Jeez, an embarrassment of riches, like on, on the bench. Pulisic and Broga on the bench. Uh, Broja on the bench as well. That's a that's 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 a big team for them. That's a big team for them. Um, I would have expected Jorginho to start, but it looks like the Potter doesn't really fancy him from the start. Um, I would have expected Kulavali to start as well instead of Shalaba. But he's given uh Chalaba the, the the start uh here. And I would have expected Azpulaqueta, if they were to go at a back four, I would have expected Azpulaqueta to come in at right back. But that's and that's what makes me think that they're going with a back five as opposed to a back four, or sorry, a back three, whatever you want to call it. A back three with Loftus Cheek out out on the right hand side because as I say, um it was Dan Bardell that showed me information about how often he plays out there as well and that he had that um he has played as that kind of wing back. I would never have thought it previously. Um but once again could be wrong. It could be Loftus Cheek and Kovacic with Mount Havertz and Sterling in behind Aubameyang as well. That's very much as easy with Kukurea on the right hand side, Chilwell on the left hand side and Chalaba and Thiago Silva. Um, anchoring down the, the defence as well. That's the way they could set up. Uh, but they do have massive amounts of fluidity there with the players that they have on the field. Um, interesting team. Very, very interesting team. And they're not taking us lying down, um, which is nice. Which is nice. Nice nice to have that respect shown to us, but not nice to see that strike force of Havertz, Sterling, Aubameyang, and Mason Mount potentially uh, up there. Um all fantastic strikers, all of them would waltz into our team, and that is uh that's really where we are at the moment with regards to the likes of Chelsea. You know, they are that far ahead of us, and I don't think it's 
sacrilege to say that. You know, the two guys they have on the bench there, Pulisic and Broja, will arguably start in our team as well. Well, Pulisic, I think, would start instead of Watkins on that wing. And uh, Broja would arguably start as well. So, that, 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 look, I suppose in the attacking attempt, that's that, that's that's where we are. Uh, Chelsea are a powerhouse in that aspect. Um, and uh, we've got a lot of work to do off the field, but more so to do on the field with the players that we have if we are going to, to um, uh, live up to uh, expectations, I suppose, and, and beat the likes of Chelsea today. Sorry for being pessimistic on that one, guys. Um, anyway, any comments in here? So, uh, oh, 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 oh. Seb Fisher asks, would a backs to the wall, nil-nil, be progress? I don't know. I think it would be progress in a way. But, like, we're into the we're into the kind of land of five, five draws in a row, or five games unbeaten but should we really be happy with that kind of territory we should be happy with the result in a silo but it still doesn't change anything from the results we had previously we've shown we can put our backs to the wall in very certain instances but we've shown no impetus in striking so like if we came out of this game with one shot on goal and backs to the wall and a nil all draw it could it could be spun as a whole Oh, we're turning the corner, we're rounding the bend, we're on the way up, but we're still not scoring goals. And no matter what we do, nil all draws will not keep us safe. Even, even if they are, like if we draw all the rest of the games we have this season, we'd be still in a relegation battle. And I think that's where the issue comes, um, scoring goals. If you if you can score goals, you always have a puncher's chance. Um, we can't always be the ones defending. So it would definitely be a, a very nuanced discussion uh, that we would have afterwards anyway, that's for sure. Um, I could see the fan base being split on a nil-all draw. It's dependent on the uh, on like if we went the whole game without having a shot. I think that there would still be uh, apathy and probably rightly so as well. We need to start showing something in an attacking sense. We really, really do. Um, right, guys, very, 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 very quickly, start popping in your your uh, results. I because I need to head off. Um, start popping in your results there. I'm going to go. Yeah, sure. Look, I'm going to still go. I said 2-2. I can't really just turn around and say that that won't be the case. We'll hit them on the break. Watkins will get the first one. And then uh, Jacob Ramsey will score just before halftime. And then we'll uh, we'll go into halftime. The pundits will be all about us. Steven Gerrard has got these guys back. And it's just what we need in front of the owners. And then, bang, 70 minute comes. And they bring on Pulisic. They bring on Jorginho. They bring on Gallagher. They bring on... Uh, uh, bring on Broja, and then all of a sudden we end up drawing 2-2 or losing 3-2. I'm still going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it because why not? I have nothing to lose. So here we go, guys. I'm not going to get through all of these, but thanks so much to everybody for putting it in. Uh, Lion Eye says 2-0 to Chelsea. Nordak says 2-2. Junior Bennett says 2-1 to Villa. Uh, Chris Chubb says 2-0 Villa. Uh, 3-1 to Chelsea says Tommy Boy. Um, 1-0 to Villa says Sweet Karma. I love it. 2-0 Chelsea, I'm afraid, says Arthur. Uh, 3-0 to Chelsea says Jason. 3-1 to Jason says James Brown. Um Look like we could rely on a, a Dougie Gold direct, direct from a corner. Yeah, maybe that as well. Cat Cannon says 3-0 Chelsea. 4-0 Chelsea says Steve B. 1-0 Chelsea says Shane. 2-1 uh, says Phil Phil McManus. Uh, 1-0 says Danny H. Sig, Sigurd, Sigurder John Borg Vincent. Oh, I hope I didn't butcher that. It says 7-2 to Villa. We'd love it. Brendan Townsend says a 1-0 fluky win. I'd love that too. 4-0 Chelsea says Rachel. 4-0 says uh, Patrick Hobson, uh, Hopkinson. Uh, sadly, Villa won Chelsea 3. And Tuan says, for some reason, I'm optimistic about this game. Maybe it's after the City game. But even if we lose it, it won't be a hammering. I'm saying 2-1 Villa. Worst case, a draw. Excellent. Um, 
uh, 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 oh, 3-1 says Rex Cole 3-1 to, to Chelsea says David 4-1 Chelsea says Adrian um, bah, 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 bah. and that's it guys I'm going to have to call it a day at that thank you so much everybody for watching thank you so much to everybody for listening please give this a thumbs up if you do like it if you know that there's a friend of yours that you think might like these podcasts please put them our way we'd love to get our subscriber count as close to 4, 4k as we possibly can we're nearly at 5k on Twitter as well if you guys don't don't subscribe to the podcast as it is please do costs you nothing and if you aren't following us on Twitter we'd absolutely love to have you follow us there as well for a bit of discourse and a bit of conversation enjoy the game stay safe stay healthy and until next Next time, uh, actually, we will be back with a post game. It'll be much later tonight, though, unfortunately, because I won't be here. Uh, it'll be much later. It'll be in around the nine, half nine mark. But we may see you there again. Keep an eye on Twitter. Enjoy the game and up the villa. Podcast Network.